Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Yo, yo. I go by the name of Pharrell from the Neptunes. And I just want to let y'all know I'm your push. The world is about to feel something that they never felt before. Come on. From ghetto to ghetto, the backyard to yard, I sell it with one whip. It's off the hard, I'm the neighborhood pusher. Call me subwoofer, cause I pump bass like that jack on the off the track. I'm heavy cuz, ball to your fathers, you can duck to the Fetty Gove. Sorry my love, but I'm seeing through these eyes. Biz convoys with the wagon on the side. Only big boys keep deuces on the ride. Gucci Chuck Taylor with the wagon on the side. Man, I make a buck while I scram. I'm trying to show y'all who the What up, what up, what up, what up, San Antonio, Corpus, Laredo, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people up the Shaw City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. You're tuned in here to the Wednesday edition of the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, I think Rudy a little bit late. Sam spinning the one and twos. Your number is 736-9760. We are broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. Don't forget to go check out their newest facility. 13,000, over 13,000 square feet, bar, restaurant, golf simulators. That's Rounders Car Club, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. And this first segment is going to be presented by Double Days Pizza. Keep in mind, they have a newest location in San Antonio as well, too. It's out in Alamo Ranch. They still have their location in Leon Springs. That is Double Days Pizza, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. 736-9760, if you know what you want to talk about, it is open phone lines as usual. Anything that they're discussing on the show that we're not discussing that you want to bring to the airways, feel free to do that. We just ask you to be patient during the breaks and during the segments, and we'll get to the phone calls accordingly. Also, uh, let's see here. I think on a quick uh, programming note, um, tomorrow, depending on what the uh, Astros do, um, we if they win tonight, uh, they'll have a 3.30 start tomorrow, but we'll have a show still, but it'll just be sh- uh, shorter than usual. So that's on the programming note on that. 736-9760. Also, uh, this week, unfortunately, like I said, if this series doesn't get extended uh, we'll have uh, James again on from Sharp Side Consultant this Friday. Uh, we should have the uh, promo codes ready to go. Uh, the SG package will be on the site uh, in regards to hopefully this weekend or by next weekend. Uh, give you the uh, price point on that once we get that going. And also, don't forget, if you haven't, hit me up on Instagram at CalvinCasey187. Make sure you follow me. Hit me up on Instagram. You'll get some of the uh, – covers of the day and stuff like that and information uh, from them be able to uh, post that if you follow me and uh, communicate with me through Instagram on DM. So there you go on that. What's up, Sam? You ready? Yes, sir. All right. So uh, as we wait for Johnny to come lately, um, this is what we've got going on today. Of course, we've got um, 
NFL, uh, we put a wrap on week five yesterday. We'll definitely get to that uh, direction where we'll start with that. Uh, also, we've got a uh, in college um, basketball, uh, we've got a story over the last 48 hours or 72 hours that's been brewing uh, and in regards to uh, Greg Marshall, uh, the Wichita State basketball uh, coach, uh, is under investigation. Uh, if people haven't, if they haven't come that across your radar, I definitely want to touch on that. Um, as we talk about it, the baseball uh, continues to roll on postseason. Um, Astros are on the brink of elimination. Uh, they're down 3-0 in their series to the Rays. Um, you have the L.A. Dodgers who find themselves. Uh, Atlanta holds off a, a late rally by the Dodgers to uh, take a 2-0 lead in that series. Yesterday, you know, Kershaw, we talked about on the show, um, he was a late scratch uh, yesterday with back spasms, didn't get a chance to start. Uh, but, however, uh, you know, they came up short in their rally. So they're up 2-0. Astros on the brink of uh, elimination. They're down 3-0. And really with the Astros situation, um, you know, the story of them is just too many guys uh, left in uh, scoring position, too many guys on base they've left uh, even in game one, uh, some in game two. It continued last night as well, um, and they're down 3-0. And the only other thing I'll say about that is Altuve, speaking of him, I mean, he's definitely feeling uh, the pressure of his reputation and trying to make good for what happened a few years ago. So that's the thing on Altuve. I mean, he's really making, um, you know, he's borderline Chuck Knobloch back in the day, whoever the guy that had the throwing issues. You think he had the yips? Oh, yeah, man. Um, Altuve, you saw him yesterday. I mean, there's some – you know, the ball's fighting him, and you can just tell he's lacked confidence of the just a basic throw to first and to second. It's the pressure that this whole team's feeling, but they're uh, facing a 3 Are they uh, coming back like Boston did? No, I no, think the Rays are, are probably the better team. Um, you know, um, I know that was one of Salami's picks uh, for the World Series. Um, didn't I, I? I think when Dan called a couple of weeks ago, did Dan say the Rays? Didn't he say before he got started? I thought no, Dan's, he did. He said, "I, I keep think, telling y'all about the Rays." Yeah, he, think, he even tweeted me think, like, I, "I keep telling y'all about the Rays." I keep telling y'all, no, Dan yeah. was on them Rays. Yeah, so uh, they make it so, tough on people to, to to claim small market. I know I texted you that this morning, like you know, everybody claiming small market, we can't do it, we can't do it. But the Rays, even I'm not saying they've been World Series contenders, but they've always find themselves in the hunt. They never, they never just flat out suck. See, I think also, I see what you're saying in regards to small market, especially maybe for base. Because I think baseball with small market, you can still do it based off of really how good your front office is and how good you build your farm system up. Um, that's what has really helped the Rays over the last few years, and really their pitching. I mean, they they've constantly had young arms uh, with their pitching. But yes, I mean, definitely not with a lack of fan support that they've had down there. Um, in that region for the Rays in particular uh, to do what they're doing uh, is amazing. They're one game away uh, from going into the World Series. But, no, I don't really think the Astros, because of the pitching, lack of pitching, and they have just really have squandered too many men on base and uh, scoring positions. So I doubt it very seriously that they'll be coming back. Um, also, on uh, that note, the Atlanta Braves. I mean, I know you asked, are they ahead yeah. of schedule? Um, yeah, they haven't I'm, lost a game. Uh, Braves have a 24-plus run differential, 
and the only team in MLB history through through a postseason run that's had that much or more than that uh, would be the Yankees. I don't know if that's the 60 Yankees or not, but they have a 24-plus run differential. That means they're handing beatdowns out. On, on guys, and I think this uh, is a team that's just been young, and they've taken that's their lumps what I was in the postseason. They had a schedule. They're on time. I don't know if they're really ahead because remember they got beat down by the Cardinals. Uh, I think it was last year postseason, whatever. Where they got that uh, twelve or thirteen, eighteen uh, put on them. I think in regards to the lineup, Freddie Freeman, I, I, their young Acuna, uh, the leadoff guy. I think that they're they're a little bit ahead, but not really. They might, pretty much on time because the Braves. Okay. Um, yeah, because I, I kind of remember that the Salami's pick was going to be the Braves and the um, and the uh, and the Rays. Really? Um, yeah, he he had kind of said it. Uh, you know, I hadn't heard from him in a while, but he made sure he texted me the other day. I mean, he's not really crazy about it. You crazy with Salami? He's kind of out of the loop of the whole sports world, man. He's he's been handling his business and trying to do his thing and. Sometimes he I, yesterday he when I texted him to the score, he was like, "Yeah, who's still in it?" And I just told him, and he's like, "Yeah, remember he I told you who's still in it?" He's not paying attention, man. I know a lot of people don't believe that, but Salami's a weird cat in regards to when he goes left or right, he goes. But yeah, but then I even asked this year about Dak. He's like, "How much they give him?" <laughs> no way. Yeah, I put that on my mom. Did How he much know they Joe give Morgan passed? He, he's kept up briefly because again, he's he's doing some things with uh, cancer research of. Uh, you know, a foundation he's gotten a part of at the same time taking care of his mom. So he has felt like, hey, that's his duty with the whole virus. So I know people's been asking where's Salami this and that. Yeah, stop asking um, me. Yeah, I mean, he's out doing his thing. I mean, will he return? I don't know. You know, but that's how he's 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 living. He's alive. Uh, but yes, he, he said he knew, though, how much did they give him? So he didn't even know Dak no. broke his ankle. And I talked to him uh, briefly, like about a month ago, and he had kind of told me he's like, dude, he goes, I've he goes, I've canceled my subscriptions. I've done everything. This is before the season got going. I mean, he knew the only thing he's been able to keep up with because it's indirect of what he's trying to do with his foundation is the passing of the all star of the Hall of Famers we've got this year. In regards to that, he did text me. He was like, wow, we lost Joe Morgan, but then. The whole Dallas thing, no. And I told him, I said, yeah, man. He's like, how much they give him? I said, they ain't give him anything. I said, hey, you got a compound fracture. He's like, Teddy Bridgewater, Besley. No, nah, not Teddy. I don't think it's Teddy, but that's He said how much they give him, so he had no idea. No, and he's like, who's still in it in reference to baseball? And he's like, remember I told you this and that? I said, yeah, so that's Salami. Salami's but a different dude. He is. He's a different, he different, is. different cat. Um, you got to know him to believe that. And I know most yeah. people be like, I don't believe that, but, know. you know, you got to know him. Yeah. So um, baseball, uh, before you got here, I don't know, you didn't have it in the document. I don't know if what? it's come across your radar or not, but do you did you see what's going on with Wichita State's basketball coach um, and Greg Marshall, the investigate? This he is went, about three went, or four yeah, days old. Yeah, but this he, went, is, he went off on some people, right? He well, he's been some, accused of player uh, abuse. Um, there's a, and they have there's a squad. A, they've, all, they've been uh, oh, they mattered. He's put them on the map. Remember there was rumors where they're um, – you know, if Kansas would want to go after him, I mean, would, would their their jobs that he would turn down? But you know, he he put him on the so map years ago. Fill well, the it's just in. not it's, everybody knows it's what happened. Player abuse, um, allegations. Um, you know, there's there's things with staff. Uh, the one of the things I heard, which he's denying all this, but this is again with everything with COVID. Um, you know, the sports world, games, the NBA games canceled, NFL. This is kind of when we're not have a really a start date yet really when basketball start in college what they're gonna do so this is this kind of flow under the radar but he there's a report that one of these things is being investigated to it that he had an altercation in reference to punching 
um, a student body or somebody are throwing a punch at a student body in a car because they parked in his parking spot. At, at campus. So he's supposed to have always been known as a hothead, but this is something that's really brewing because of what he's brought to the table for Wichita State basketball. And they've had some runs close to the final four years ago. So, yeah, that's kind of flying under the radar. Yeah, no, um, I did read that story. College football. Um, what? You know, I said on yesterday that I was very disappointed um, in Dan Mullen's approach after the game they lose to AM. And surely about it, call it karma or what you want to, but the Florida Gators program has had to come to a halt before because of outbreaks of the virus. And that I'm hearing just a couple hours ago, it came down the wire that that Florida game this weekend uh, between, I think they were getting with LSU, is supposed to be can- is canceled or postponed. Um, and, of course, as they all do, Dan Mullins kind of backtracked a little bit. on his Because remember at the Gators, I want to pack the swamp. The reporter asked him, like, about 50,000 people. Yeah, that's what it is. Our governor's given the rule. And, you know, this was an advantage today for A&M. The crowd made a difference, and I want us to pack the – so now, due to the fact that 24, 48 hours of making those comments, they've kind of had an outbreak. They've had it stolen. Now he's backpacked like, hey, we just want the amount of whatever they say we could have is what we can have, you know. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. So you got college. You know, you got some key matchups coming in. That big one this week is of Georgia – uh, in Alabama. Um, you know, we talked about it briefly yesterday, the LSU Tiger. That game beats was postponed, but they're pretty much uh, struggling, the defending champs. But when we get back, and also, you know, NBA, I know we put a bow on the season with the Lakers, but, you know, there is some intriguing coaching interviews that's yes, going on for sure. um, that I kind of want to touch on and get okay. my thoughts on as well, too. Uh, but when we get back, we'll uh, talk about the NFL and start with putting a bow on week five as the Tennessee Titans, they had three walkthroughs. All they had was three walkthroughs, they and they came zone out. practice, right? And they laid the wood to the Buffalo Bills yesterday. So we'll definitely talk about the Titans. We've got Jets news as well, too, in regards to Le'Veon Bell. So we'll get in all of that. You listen to the Sports Grind, 736-9760. We're broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the eighth wonder of the world. The flow of the century, oh, it's timeless. Ho! Thanks for coming out tonight. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. This next segment is going to be presented by Smoothie King at the Medical Center. Don't forget, Smoothie King has a variety of different flavor uh, smoothies. Also, make sure you try their Mule Builders as well. That is Smoothie King, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, so last night uh, we finally concluded week five, and that's after the Tennessee Titans beat down the Bills 42-16. to 16. I, I kind of like Tuesday football, Cal. It don't be nothing else, especially now that the NBA is over. Mm, yeah, man, it's it's tough with this. It's definitely no, tough know. with the fantasy football situation. I got yeah. So what fantasy got to wait, right? Well, there's everybody's doing. I'm pretty sure everybody out there is doing their leagues different in reference to the commissioners that are running it. Um, one of the deep leagues that I'm in, you know, they've made adjustments before. Like, hey, if the game's canceled, the player's not there. You know, this is what we'll do. But on the other keeper league that I am, it's kind of one of those to say, hey, let me know who your backup would be in case this game doesn't get played and we'll manually go in there what? afterwards because they that one I'm in, they're set up on the ESPN. So, therefore, I'm thinking like, okay, well, Buffalo, Tennessee, 
I'm listening to it. I'm thinking like, okay, this game's on Tuesday, but who knows the way Tennessee's been going, and they could basically get right. an outbreak. So on Sunday, I text them like, hey, if uh, Brown doesn't go for Buffalo, if that game's not Wait, played. for Buffalo? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I got the you. Receiver. And I said that I'll use Emmanuel Sanders. Well, I'm sitting there on a Tuesday. Normally on a Sunday or Saturday, you're checking for uh, you you know, last minute's out yeah, yeah, yeah. or who's not out or something going to end if they're out. You can right. scramble around. So, therefore, I'm like, man, the only reason why, um, you know, the, the Tennessee and Buffalo game, I was like, well, you know, I'm interested to see this is a 200 feet of teens. But then this is, you know, I'm going in with the opponent I'm playing at 82 points, and I've got 80 and we're both going into this in this league at one and three. So I tune in with the four minutes of game. I don't see Brown out there. And I'm like, wait a minute. Brown's not playing? And then I look, and then they announce it like at 445. But it's a Tuesday. That's not part of my routine to really go think. No. I'm thinking like I would have heard if Brown but was out. what were out. you supposed to do anyway? Well, because I would have had Sanders that played Sanders Monday in. and just told him like, hey, they didn't play. So, of course, me and it's everything group tie like, hey, technically this is a COVID game. You know, he's not playing. This is a late scratch. <laughs> I was like, can we go Sanders? Sanders had 20 points in there. First of all, the guy that I'm playing, Fox tuned in like, um, no. And he took a screenshot. He's like, hey, they announced it at 430. And he thought it, he didn't even know. He thought he was done because he thought that Brian. He goes, no, I don't think so. And then the commissioner was like, sorry, Kyle, when they played, that'd be different. I'm like, well, technically wow. it's a COVID. It's on Tuesday. And he's like, no. I'm like, whatever. No, I told Fox, screwed. when the last time you came, commissioner? Who said that you were going to do that? <laughs> It's like you one in three. Like, oh, my team's terrible. I need as much help as possible. Whatever, man. So that's fine. You know, first lose Dak, which Dak probably adjust. Oh, Dak you had blow Dak? on a lot of people's fans. Yeah, because you you were probably Your gonna ride yourself to a championship crazy. with Dak if you had a decent team. But Dak, so um, Drew. But yeah, that was the thing. So Tuesday football, it throws a lot of stuff out of rack whack. But Tennessee had three walkthrough practices, according to this, and you know. The performance, of course, this is Buffalo's, you know, game that they really looked bad and terrible on. Um, you had said that basically it's time to start thinking Tennessee's really good and last year's a fluke. I never thought last year was a fluke. I do know that Tennessee Titans fans, I will say that I think it's going to be that I was wrong because when we did the picks, if I'm not mistaken, I had the Titans third in Jacksonville last. So I had tax, Titans in third. So it looks like I'm going to be way off on that because the Titans are still undefeated. And and it should have dawned on me that Vrabel was going to use. I, I think it's obviously, to me, the way they played, um, if you look at, uh, you know, Mr. Derrick Henry roll type, you look at his stiff arm on um, Josh Norman. You know, Josh Josh Norm. is taking a beating today. That's, I'm, I'm, that's one Josh of the top taking, stiff arms that you can probably find. Josh is taking a beating today. I mean, there are... Josh is like there's about a hundred memes of Josh Norman right now. Well, because you see, this is Vrabel playing this up to be like, look, everybody's saying it's our fault. Everybody's saying that the COVID, we we weren't responsible. We were protocol. That's why after he's like, I'll never question this team. Uh, they played they they played up to it. Uh, they really. Did. I thought Buffalo would win, but also what after watching it, I'm like, okay, this team was in the AFC Championship last year. They're out to four and zero now. I mean. I still don't feel like people respect Tennessee. I still feel like we don't respect the Titans. Like, they were just in the AFC Championship. They're 4-0. Ryan Tannehill's uh, proven to be serviceable. Derrick Henry right now looks like one of the top three, top five running backs in the league. You have your guy who you have – well, not Brown. You have – I'm talking about Tennessee's Brown. Yeah, Tennessee's – yeah. Defense is serviceable.
When it comes to delivering customer support, there are some things you don't want teams to hear. Intercom's streamlined support platform clears up space for more organized workflows and peace of mind. Our business messenger uses chatbots, shared inboxes, apps, and more. Who doesn't like the sound of that? Intercom. Less of this. And more of this. To learn more, go to intercom.com slash support. So then I dropped some garlic and croutons on there, and the rest is salad history. I made the best salad ever, people. And now I'm making the best app. The Caesar Sportsbook app got live in-game betting, parlays, and Caesar rewards. Caesar salad ain't got nothing on my app. Nothing. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call, text, or chat 1-888-532-3500. Download the Caesar Sportsbook app. Your app is ready, Emperor. Buffalo's defense is moonwalk, by the way. I like Buffalo. I think they're the real deal, but their defense is moonwalks from last year. But at what point do we take the Titans seriously, considering they were in the AFC Championship last year? Like, we got to take take them them seriously. I think you got to take them seriously now. I mean, especially after the game. I think really what it solidifies me more of how how much of the program that, you know, that Vrabel has – his control over, meaning the identity. Uh, this is something that I didn't really think of until I saw him come out the way they played and hearing his post comments that this is something that they're going to rally against because there's people like me that feel like Titans have not really followed the protocol. I know you can get COVID anywhere, anytime, uh, but for that many outbreaks, I'm still waiting for New England Patriots have had another clean slate. I'm still waiting for another team to have this many outbreaks because that just seems like whether it's somebody on staff, they wouldn't have a protocol, but they rallied around it, and they looked like a team that was fresher, hadn't played in a couple weeks, and they came out swinging and supposedly only had three walkthrough practices. I think Buffalo, on the other hand, I disagree with you a little bit about their defense moonwalking that much. No, I'm, um, not, saying, I'm not saying they did a full Grammy, yeah. Grammy performance across the stage like Michael Jackson. But they're not as they up to this point. They haven't been what they were last year. But well, the offense is better. Yeah, well, I think Josh Allen's better. I think Josh Allen has basically been com- comfortable in his scan. Well, Stephon gave him. I wasn't. You act like I said Stephon sucked. Cal, stop it. Well, yeah, refresh killed, my memory. Cal, you you didn't. You were not very complimentary of Stephon Diggs. You I didn't really, agree that he deserved to be traded for a one. Number one. Yeah, I don't know if I would have traded Stephon Diggs. And now it's hindsight 20. But, no, I haven't been that high on Stephon Diggs. But it's obviously the addition to him has really been an upgrade to make him comfortable, uh, you know, on that deep threat. And then you got your guy, Coles Beasley, is still been doing his thing here and there. So I think it's really the maturity of Josh Allen. Now, again, Buffalo did still show me last night and then the week before when they had to kind of, you know, the Raiders, they beat the Raiders, but I think Raiders kind of beat themselves that game a little bit, not taking any away from Bills. But the Bills are also showing me why I still say you're going to have to go beat New England two times to win that division. And I don't know if they're doing that. That's why I really still felt New England was going to win the division somehow. Uh, But, uh, no, props to Tennessee. Um, They're in the AFC South. Um, They're undefeated. Um, I think that they definitely have proven that they're the class of that division so far. I know the Colts really look good on paper, uh, but we didn't really get into it yesterday. But the Colts uh, showed Sunday why I wasn't really that high on them. I think if they would have had maybe even Jacoby Brissett or, of course, uh, Andrew Luck or some other quarterback. Andrew ain't over there like, man, I could come out of retirement and fix this. I think, not, you think Andrew's really retired, retired? 
I think Andrew's one of those dudes that he's very smart, and I think that football was like something that he grew up in with his dad who played professionally, but I think Andrew has other things that I don't really think when Andrew said he's done, he's just done. I, I will, I'm not going to say never, but okay. I feel like if he doesn't make – if you don't hear rumblings of him wanting to come back – Next year, I mean, and I'm pretty sure I think the Colts would still own the rights to him. Right. But if and I think that ship to sell with that organization, um, I would say that ship has sailed on in total for him coming back. Speaking of Andrew Luck, but the Colts are in a situation that again, I think you know Philip Rivers will have some games he will win. I think he will have the week one he threw for 300 yards against Jacksonville, even though it was in a loss. I think there will be another one or two games sprinkled in the season that he will throw for 300 yards. But when the dust settles, if they don't have Taylor or somebody running for about 100 yards, the defenses as the season goes on and that arm fatigue gets go, they're not going to respect him uh, deep and they're going to take the, the the short slants away in the intermediate. Because he is completely 70%, but it's all dink and dunk. And I just think that's who Phillip is. I, you know, a lot of people said, hey, well, you know, he doesn't. he's going to align with the offensive coach. You know, he didn't have a line in charge. I said, look, Chargers, I saw his last few years. Now, a few years ago when they were in the AFC Championship game to with New England, that year Phillip put it all together. But I think in that last year and then what you're seeing, a lot of it, I mean, when they say it goes, it goes. And I knew it was more than just him not having that quote-unquote great offensive line because pretty much it's almost the damn same offensive line that Herbert's throwing behind. And, and he's he's kind of all world. He's proven okay. their GM uh, right. Uh, but no, Tennessee's definitely out and running. Everybody, it's Tennessee's well affair. a real deal too, man. It's, it's well it's well documented. The Texans struggle, even though they got off the snod, got their first win um, this past Sunday against Jacksonville. We really didn't get too much into that, but they're a few games back. But no, Tennessee, you're going to have to go get them, and they probably look like they are on the right path health-wise if they stay healthy to win that uh, division. 736-9760, we give back. We'll get to the phones. Also, uh, Le'Veon Bell gets outright released by the Jets. Um, Rudy's already begging here on that to go to Chicago. We'll look at some of the landing uh, spots in general and look at the Jets' problems overall. 736-976. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. Broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. Calvin Casey, Rudy J, Sam Spin, the one and twos. All right, so before we move on and dive into some other NFL things, uh, let's go to the phones here. Let's go to Mike. Mike, you on the Sports Grind here on Ticket 760. What's up, Mike? Okay, Uh, glad to hear y'all back on the radio again. Hey, hey, listen, man. I, I thought I knew 2020 was a bad year, man. But uh, what I seen, what I seen last Sunday in the Dallas Cowboy game uh, with Dak Prescott, I, I was totally shocked at what I seen, man. I, I've been watching football for a long time, and you know I've seen other injuries, injuries, but but that was that was over the top. Uh, that's the reason why I, I called you guys all summer long and asked you about Dak Prescott. That's the reason why I want to get your guys' opinion. 
on uh yeah yeah thirty one million dollars is a lot of money. Don't get me wrong, but uh, it's not it's, it's not the same as a hundred and twenty or a hundred fifty million dollar contract. If I was Dak Prescott, I don't care if the fans would have got mad at me or not. I would have sat out this season, and if if Jerry Jones didn't want to give me a long term contract, then I'm not then I then I wouldn't have played this year because this is the reason why because Dak Prescott's out of football for the rest of the year. And, you know, he might get a contract, you know, when it's all said and done. And, and some advice for Cam Newton. I don't know uh, Cam Newton's got it even worse than Dak Prescott. He's only making a million dollars this year. So he's taking a real chance by playing for the Patriots. And I thank you for taking my call. All right, Mike. Well, yeah, we touched on it yesterday's show. Um, you know, it just can't beat a dead yeah. horse. But I, I, I've i said that all summer that I didn't think he should have showed up. I think, you know, Jerry went on his radio show yesterday and, and said, you know, when y'all asked me about this, you know, same thing in August. You know, the deal's going to get done, and, you know, there's a thing, and the way we allocate dollars and the blah, 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 blah. The bottom line is is that I said it yesterday, uh, Mike, that if you, for whatever reason, there is a disconnect of – a personal type of relationship that Jerry feels that he doesn't have with Dak. And the reason why people say, well, Cal, how do you know that? You don't know that. Yeah, You're not talking that's, that. well, uh, let me that's explain a great myself. question. Like, well, what do you mean, Calvin? Like, how do you know what the relationship? Because he keeps telling us, along with his son, that Dak is the future of the Dallas Cowboys and that he is. There, and I can only go, there's no other owner or GM that has said that that quarterback is our future. Banging on the table and not able to get a deal but they done did within two offer years. Him money. But it's over a year. And again, if oh, for the quarterback position, if that is really your guy, you're not going to sit there. And if you really believe he means that much to the locker room and he's a path for us to a Super Bowl, you don't lose the deal over. There's two things to that. You don't lose the deal over four years, which is one extra year, fifth year to a compared to Dak wanted four. And number two, we could this could have been a mute conversation. We this could be just totally irrelevant at this point in regards to they could have came to Dak about a year ago or two years ago and got a deal done similar to what they did with Jimmy Garoppolo or whoever. That's the case. So I just believe that there's something there that 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 is the relationship part that is missing. And if I'm totally false about that, then the other thing is he's straight up lying to us, that they don't think he's really the quarterback of the future. So it's either or. So uh, that's the thing on that. I think Dak will be fine. Um, you know, it's not like the Teddy Bridgewater injury. It's not like that. I think, you know, he'll fight back. He'll be back, you know, as long as there's no setbacks and no, uh, you know, infections or stuff like that. It's four to six, you know, six months. And then we're just going to depend on, you know, how this 22 season plays out for the rest of the Dallas Cowboys because they're really going to have to step it up for Andy. You know, all I keep hearing is that, well, you know, Andy didn't have this receiving core and Cincy. He didn't have this and that. Yeah, are well, people really you know, Are people dude. really feeling like Andy's going to be able to make this a team? Like, look, I said before Andy got signed, I was like, you know what? And that's just a random name. I was like, Andy Dalton can do that. I was like, why don't you go, they'll get, go get Andy really Dalton. Then when they signed him, I was like, look, Andy Dalton can go 8-8 eight and eight and he's way cheaper. I don't think is Andy's not going to make them better. There's, there's not really some, people out there that think Andy's going to make them better, right? There's some people out there in Dallas fans that believe that Andy Dalton what? is a better quarterback than Dak and that they will be better. Look, I thought he the could be pro- as good, keep them afloat like Dak has, but, but to make the, to elevate the team, Look, I think that's that's this beyond is, this Dak. Is gonna be, 
Andy Dalton is because I don't want to have to say I don't want to not say this and every Andy Dalton. Wait, what's up, Calvin? You see Andy Dalton? Not from you, for listeners. Andy Dalton will win some games for one because of the division they're in, and number two, I haven't even looked at the schedule. I mean, they got Arizona coming out. But what I'm saying is, if you just look at what how the seeding's been, we just finished the first quarter of the season. We're in the first leg of the second quarter. If you based off the first quarter how Dallas has had to play these games and what they did in Atlanta, a lot of that is Dak putting the confidence and the will of the team not to give up and put it on his back. I don't believe Andy Dalton has that because if he did, he would have never got out of Cincinnati. Um, and and a, a lot of Andy Dalton's were, you know, those winning games, he relied on the defense, and they asked Andy Dalton not to make mistakes, don't turn the ball over. The same thing they're going to ask Mike McCarthy and Kellen Moore is going to ask him to do. Don't turn the ball or whatever because we're already dealing with a bad defense, but at the reality of it is he's going to have to take some chances because they're going to be in a shootout every week. And I told you that in August, but we'll see how it goes because okay. honestly, like, you know, I don't know. We'll just have to we'll just have to see. We'll just have to play out and see. Now the other part of this, if I'm totally wrong, okay, let's just say I'm totally wrong, and we don't see what all the stuff Dak covered up for, and then all of a sudden Andy Dalton runs off five, six, seven games, and all of a sudden Zeke's stepping it up because they ain't got four to rely on, or the defense is setting up. Demarcus Lawrence finally got over that hump and got that one strip sack last week against Daniel Jones, and that gets him going. Then you go in a situation till after the end of this year, what do you do? Do you take just Andy Dalton and roll the dice because he's going to play for crumbs and let Dak walk and then basically look for the future, the quarterback of the draft? That's the only way that that scenario plays out. But I believe the latter to where it would be like, hey, you know what? But at the end of the day, that money's gone. He's not getting it from Dallas. It's not going to happen. He's going to get what they're going to offer. Maybe he don't even get the original offer, quote, unquote, he turned down. But it comes to the point, but I've already figured that he was going to get franchise tag anyway. Yeah. He was going to get tagged anyway. Le'Veon Bell. Jets just told him just to go. Come on back to this gone. cold weather, Le'Veon. You know you missed that Pittsburgh cold weather. Come on up here to Shottown, save, hmm. save Nick Foles. Hmm. But I think Le'Veon wants to go to a contender. So Texan fans, whoever else, if, you, if your team sucks, he ain't going to you. He's gonna have a. I think he's gonna have a few teams, but well, we'll talk is, about this it. This is what. Yeah, I want to add something right. to that. That we'll get to uh, the folds. Also, we get back. You listen to the sports seven three six. Yeah, I got that on the docket. <laughs> wasn't really my guy, but I got a handle. I got something to say on okay. that. Seven three six nine seven six. You listen to the sports grind. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club, Calvin Casey with Jay, Sam Spinner, one and twos. Um, yeah, so we got some – yeah, I want to definitely dive into the uh, Jets thing with the uh, Le'Veon Bell. Before we do that, let's go to the phones here. Let's go to Kansas City Rob. Kansas City Rob, you're on the Sports Grind here on Ticket 760. What's up, man? Hey, what's up, fellas? How y'all doing? First slice of the humble pie. Humble pie. Oh, yeah, man. Serve it up. Serve it up. I'll take a couple slices, man. Hey, Uh, Rob, y'all ain't looked that good all year, man. Just against the Ravens. That's it. Y'all looking real comfy. Y'all looking comfy. You you know what y'all look like right now? Rocky, when he was training for the first fight against uh, Clubber Lane. 
You're training in the nice facilities. <laughs> you got the gold jacket on. Y'all look real well, comfortable, man. Y'all don't look hungry no more. And we'll, we'll fix that, man. We'll fix that. Okay. But uh, uh, real quick, you want to chime in on the Wichita State stuff? That's my oh, hometown. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, it's kind of shocking, but not shocking, because Greg Marshall, he comes off, to me personally, as a D-bag, pretty much. Damn. But, um, as far as as far as the article that that uh, that Jeff Goodman uh, wrote, the, the player he got into an incident with Shaq Morris. This happened back in 2015, 2016. He got into a physical altercation with Shaq Morris because of, of during a practice, Shaq Morris fouled a player too hard. They kind of bumped heads, and Greg Marshall went off. You know, went off and had you know his explosion. You know, getting out. You know, attacking Shaq Morris. Well. If you read that article, Shaq Morris had a lot of emotions going on. He hours before that incident happened, he found out his mom had cancer, hmm. and then that's when you know, you know, he wanted to go off and just you know go off on Shaq Morris. He's made racial comments about Isaiah Poubert, um I think Hamilton, I think is his last name. Mm-hmm. He's half Native American, half black, and he made racial you know comments about him being Native American by being black doing Indian Native American howling noises, telling him to go back on his horse and ride the res- go back to the reservation. He's attacked um, different, you know, players that, you know, like a, a Hispanic descent, like Colombian. He's attacked them, calling his family bean pickers and stuff like that. Damn. And Ray Marshall, he, he has, he has ish, anger issues because there was an exhibition game, uh, I want to say a year or two ago, where – he had, he had you know, just a, a meltdown going off on officials in Canada. His wife got kicked out, um, out of Coke Arena. That's the, the arena Wichita State plays at. Um, got kicked out because she was drunk and disorderly, wanted to fight security because she was yelling at the officials. So th- there's a history, and you know there's a reason why six to seven players have transferred out of his program by, by this past spring. Well, Robert, I, I think uh, I, I've heard about the anger issues as well. But the question I have for you before you hang up, do you do you think he survives this? Because at the end of the day, this has all been reported. But keep in mind, they changed conferences. They went into a different conference right. over in the last few years. And he still was competitive in that conference. They kind of upgraded. and They went in. And he was still competitive. So his winning and keeping them irrelevant in the NCAA, do you think that that's enough to keep him to keep to survive this? Me personally, as much power he has in the city of Wichita, he he probably will. He'll probably get suspended. He'll probably face a couple, maybe a fine. He'll face a suspension of, of a few games. But as much power as he has, and, and even in the article, players are coming are scared to come out and 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 put their name to it because how much power he has in that city, he's probably going to survive it. But if him, remember a year ago, he was supposed to get the Texas job. Remember that? Yeah, that was the whole he, thing he, with the shocker deal and all that. They were kind of he was yeah, like, yeah exactly. I remember. As far as as a big time job, he may not ever get it. But for me personally, he's probably going to survive this because that's how much power he has in Wichita. Okay. Wow! All right, Rob. Good thanks stuff, for checking, Rob. Uh, checking in with us. Um, yeah, I mean that's that's one of those things that that's the reason why I brought it up because I didn't think it was getting enough attention as it should be considering that. You know, that program, I mean, they're yeah. not little sisters of the poor anymore, so they get run. So Rob, my guy, so I got to touch him up. You see how he had a full breakdown with Wichita State, but when Kansas was handing out $100,000 to kids for Adidas, I, I, we could, I, ain't, I can't find him. I couldn't find him. When, when, Kansas, when Kansas was handing out $100,000 to sign with Adidas after college, 
Rob was hiding on Twitter and Facebook, but he got the whole interesting game for State. his Chiefs next Monday too with Buffalo. Who Coming they got off Buffalo of a beat down like that. That'd be interesting because everybody's gonna be looking at that eye in the sky on this offense and pack back zone, drop back then, give them different looks. Like I said, Andy's gonna have to adjust to see if they're paid. Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Is your heating system ready for colder weather? An annual heating system tune-up from McCarthy Services will help make sure your system is working properly and efficiently to keep you warm and save money on your heating costs. Schedule your annual heating system tune-up today with McCarthy Services for only $29. That's right, only $29. But do it fast. This outstanding special ends soon. Call 866-838-1432 for details. License number 2705-142-9478. McCarthyHomeServices.com you shouldn't have taken chunks and little matriculating down the field instead of big chunks. But so the Jets released Le'Veon Bell. Um, and this really started, keep in mind, Le'Veon and Adam Gates never got off to the right start from day Adam one. Adam was pretty, Adam pretty you much know, said, like, I didn't want him here. Yeah. And Adam tried to backtrack those comments, but it was out there. You know, then he tried to say, hey, Le'Veon's worked hard. We've asked him to do. And this all stems for somebody that tweeted questioning Adam Gates' play calling. Not getting Le'Veon Bell more involved, and Le'Veon Bell retweeted the tweet, and then this happened this happen weekend. This, okay. Well, this was the last straw. This was this has been brewing up. This didn't just happen because of that. This has been brewing up from day one since he got there, and they got and Adam and the whole deal. Um, so when Adam had to ask questions about that Gates, he was like, "Look, I'm pretty sure every player feels like that. You know, our job is certain defenses uh, doesn't allow you to get certain guys involved, right. blah, blah blah blah." But I think that that retweet. And it was the last straw to sit there and say, look, you know, because you have a situation with the Jets. And I know one of your things in the docket was like, yo, why do they not address the real problem of what's hey, going on? Got rid of Jamal okay. Adams. Got rid of Le'Veon Bell. Traded this guy. Traded that guy. Like, at what point do you say, wait, we getting rid of all our talent and the problem is still here? I'm going to I'm gonna explain that to okay. you when we get back and, and talk more about right. that in depth. 736-976. You listen to the Sports Crowd. We'll be back. Back here on the Sports Grind, broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios, 736-9760. This next segment is going to be presented by Texas Cheer Liquor. It's your one-stop shop for liquor, beer, wine, and cigars. They have two locations, uh, Petraco across from the Walmart, and their flagship is on Petraco Pass Highway 211. And they have a third location on the way. We'll let you know about that soon. That is Texas Cheer Liquor, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Um, Okay, so the Le'Veon Bell, to answer your question before you went to break and say, why won't the Jets uh, just go ahead and address the real problem with Adam Gaze? Jamal Adams wanted out. This is the thing. The two best players are gone. You look at the source, man. Again, don't forget, their owner, Woody Johnson, 
has been caught up in the last month this past summer in regards to a little scandal of his own in regards to racial comments. Uh, the whole deal, you know, the whole situation, I think he was involved in something else with, with the Trump situation mm-hmm. or something like that. So I don't know if Woody Johnson's, you know, he's never been like a Robert Kraft or a, uh, even a, uh, for sure, not like a Jerry Jones, but he's never been one of those owners to really be that visible. Uh, Jets no. fans will tell you that. But what this tells me is that the fact that, you know, his I don't know if his focus is really kind of really what's going on with his football team compared to some of the other stuff that he's got being under investigated. Uh, so being you feel investigated like he's for. one of those guys that's not going to let the inmates run this island? Per well, se? Um, and meaning in regards to what? I, I think like, it's just, I ain't going to let Jamal Adams and Le'Veon run my well, no, team. Man. Y'all I, asses, I, we'll get y'all asses up out of no, here. No, I feel like he there's no there's no control at top because he's occupied with something Doing else. Doing other stuff. I think this is coming he down to their GM and, and then yeah, and then Adam Gase. I don't think, you know, it's one of those situations to where that's the reason why I think they're struggling. But without a doubt, I mean, the Jets, they've got Miami this week. And I can't tell you the last time I've seen Miami a nine-point favorite over anybody. Wow. And this is the Dolphins. I, I just think it's a matter of time. I think we're what, we're in week five right but now. Why, but my son's saying, seven, like, if you're going to him, go. fire him anyway, why are you getting rid of your best players? Well, I think with Le'Veon Bell, Rudy, it's a situation that obvious Le'Veon doesn't want to be there. You still got a young guy, Jamal Sam Darnold. That you, the locker room, you you still got to go. If you're going to be losing, and losing takes a toll on anybody in the NFL, but if you're going to lose, you got to have any chance to turn this around. You got to get somebody out that just don't want to be there. And I said, this is this is more than just a retweet of Adam Gase's play calling. This has been brewing since day one he got there. Uh, Le'Veon Bell is 27 years old or 28 years old, one of the two. Um this is what I. What's going to be interesting to me is how the league perceives Le'Veon. I think there's going to be a, a healthy market for him, but I want to see because they they couldn't figure He's out only a trade. They couldn't figure out a trade. But see, when you get that age of 28 in a running back position, you use the Whoa. big money. Because keep in mind, if he's if he's claimed off waivers. The team who claims off waivers has to get some of that contract, that twenty-some million, whatever that's mm. still coming to him. But see, this is the reason why I feel mm. like do, do they? But why get, trade when you know that they don't want them? And the I other think thing is why, why? Why basically if that's part one? But the other way I was going to why claim him off waivers to where if he just clears waiver, he becomes a free agent, then he gets lowballed by the whole damn league. Well, I don't think Le'Veon worried about the money. I think he made twenty-eight million in no, eighteen yeah, months. Yeah, but I feel like. Uh, no, I don't think a team's going to trade for him. And I also feel like Le'Veon is going to pick somewhere. I mean, even though it was only a season and four games, Le'Veon's tired of losing. I mean, you're coming from a winning organization, Pittsburgh. I think he's going to pick a winning organization. Now, who that'll be that needs a running back, I the don't know. The only way he can pick that is if he clears waivers. If he doesn't clear waivers, he don't really have a choice. He's not True. a free. He only becomes a free agent if he clears the first wave of waivers, which I feel that if they couldn't work a deal out by trading for him, I, I would imagine um, you know, the NFL and GMs would get together and just to say, look, we can get this guy cheaper than having to be hooked on the hook for part of his contract where it just get the Jets still on that guaranteed money, but we can re- negotiate a lower deal 
a more cap friendly deal for our particular team instead of committing so much to him. Because at the age of 28, running backs in the NFL, they don't get big paydays in regard, especially right. the way the market for the running backs has been going for the last four years or five years or so. Um, but some, you know, Chicago probably could make sense. I mean, y'all lost y'all's running back for the year. Uh, one of y'all's running backs. One of them. Um, you know, really everybody's calm. throwing around, you know, this smells like a Patriots all over. Can you imagine a Le'Veon Bell and Cam in the backfield together, what they're doing? Um, Miami, the Dolphins, they've they've gone through, they've been on the search for a workhorse and running back for the last couple years. I mean, Miami, that's one of those teams I would look out for uh, with the Dolphins. It probably wouldn't be decide, wouldn't be surprised if they claimed him because Miami's one of the teams that he's linked that could be linked to that that would need him. That really's got cap space to where if they wanted to go ahead and absorb that for a season or so and finally find their guy. Uh, look out for that, but I, you know, I think we'll find out by the time we come in tomorrow if he's cleared waivers or not. Uh, but yeah, that's the thing with the Jets and your other questions surrounding the Jets. Um, you know, with this pace they're continuing on, would they considered uh, throwing the towel on Sam Darnold for Sunshine? Right. Yesterday, without a doubt. No way, Cal. You what remember you what? Did, what did they take Sam? Third, second? Don't matter. What did they take? What did the Arizona Cardinals take? Uh, Josh Rosen, ten or twenty? Was it that late? I yeah, thought it was, it was a little late. higher. Now, yeah. Mitch, you could tell about my backyard. It got, Bears took Mitch second and replaced him if with they, Nick Foles. And you know, it'll probably be a win-win together because I think Sam Darnold is really up against it to really prove whether he can play at this level. I mean, he's had no offensive line help. He's had no offensive weapons or receivers to throw to. He's had a, a coach that's obvious that's not NFL head coach material, maybe a, a coordinator. Uh, but, no, if if the Jets end up with the number one overall pick, um, if they're not really sold, and supposedly if Sunshine, Trevor Lawrence, is a generational quarterback, yes, they move on. If they didn't, they would package that number one pick um, and and pretty much just get, so get, get a bunch Sam of picks to try to go. Years. It's really about a change of scenery, Rudy, for both. I think it would do good for Sam Donald to change the scenery, but it comes down to like, look, Sam had turnover issues out of USC that was labeled to Facts. him. Chris Dool will tell you that. Uh, he had some speculation. He wasn't a for sure like what, you know, Trevor Lawrence is going to be. And I'm still the one that told you that this year with Trevor Lawrence, I mean, you know, the Hurricanes this weekend show, they're not quite yet ready uh, to get to that level where Clemson's at right now. But I've got to see Trevor once we get into the playoffs. Once Because the last Trevor I've seen against, like, pro-style, look, he's going to be the guy. But I'm talking about where if you get in a situation like you're talking about, whether it's the Jets or, you know, whoever oh, yeah. might be lingering. Is he a guy that you got to take no matter what? Because the last time I saw him against LSU defense, he kind of struggled a little bit, and I'm going to see how that goes. He has it. But without a doubt, I mean, I'm not saying that he's just got to go and prove whether he's a fluke, not had a fluke season. He's the real deal. But I think if you find yourself in that situation of the Jets, but I think without a doubt they would they would take him if they had the chance over Sam Donald, or they would package that one pick and just figure out, you know, kind of what's going to happen. So you'll start hearing that more come out when we get the to week eight, nine. The, mm-hmm. Same with the Giants. Would they give up on Daniel Jones? I'm just going down the list of teams that just drafted quarterbacks right. and that could possibly end up in the uh, first or second With pick. Gettleman, I, with their GM, I would say I wouldn't say as sure as I was with the Jets because Gettleman's got so much pride. He wants to prove that he was right on Daniel Jones. And I think the Giants still need other parts you know, I think Daniel Jones, he needs to work on his fumbling problem, how to secure the ball when he gets sacked. 
Uh, but I definitely think Daniel Jones has made enough plays to show that he can be a quarterback. And see, this is the deal. And, and, and I was telling my girl this yesterday, and this goes back a little bit to the Dak thing and to all quarterback. I just think that we're living right now in a fantasy world era from the fan bases of fans in the NFL. And this whole situation with the quarterback, like everybody thinks that you need a Patrick Mahomes or a Russell Wilson or an Aaron Rodgers to win the Super Bowl, and you don't. And and regardless, even if you don't, the bottom line, those guys don't grow on trees. Right. They don't come around. So you get into this more of like, well, we got to move on from this quarter. We got to move on from that. And that just brings it full circle back to Dak. I, I mean, saying like, well, he's not worth He's not worth uh, Yeah, he is. I mean, he would get a lot on there. Is he a Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes? That's not what it's about. You don't need to win. You don't have to have one of those guys to win a Super Bowl. If you're lucky team to fall in your lap and get one, great. You know, that's yeah. more power to you. But that's not necessarily. Right. And that's why I've seen some of these quarterbacks are judged uh, unfairly. So, of course, Jacksonville would. Um, and see, that's another guy that's played pretty good this year so far. Minshew, Minshew he yeah, looks pretty good. good. But Jacksonville, probably. Um, Denver, I don't know what their regular is going to end up at. I, I personally, you know, uh, the Denver world out there, they've gotten cute. I'm that's all the guys when, that have one no, win or zero I, wins. No, I, right. that's a fair question in Denver because who knows with um, – where their season could end up uh, with uh, playing with practice squad players all year. We don't know. But with them, Rudy, I, if that's personally me, like I said, I, I believe in Locke. And really, if that's the situation where they would fall in that two situation or three, no, I'd rather take yeah. the baddest linebacker out or either a corner or something like that. But them, Are who we else putting you Justin have? Fields in this category or are we just going to go sunshine? Justin Fields, I think, you know, Big Ten football gets to play here soon. Justin Fields will have something to say about it. Without a doubt, I think okay. Justin Fields will So he's will in be. the conversation of teams taking somebody top five. I think so, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, Chargers, or you think they're good with Herbert? No, Herbert. They, what That's he showed so far, Herbert's their guy. We said the Giants. What about Washington football team? They're Without a doubt. Four. Without a doubt. See, they're being linked already. Uh, to Justin Fields, but I'm like, you gonna I'm go Ohio State back to back? Black, yeah. But just, but yeah, Washington without a doubt. Your uh, Falcons. You know what? It's funny you bring that up because that um, I was watching inside the NFL on Showtime last night, and um, Ray Lewis, your be- your best buddy Ray Lewis, brought mm-hmm. that up. He said, "Look, guys, look at the Atlanta's going. Do they make the move they to go five. to move from that? If it's Trevor Lawrence and Brandon Marshall, without a doubt, he said they got to. He said, I like Matt Ryan. He goes, but it comes a time they haven't achieved. And, and and that's the thing Atlanta's up against, too. And I think that's why, you know, Arthur Blank had to do it. They're going to have to start looking for somebody besides uh, Matt Ryan. But I would sit there and say new GM. It's going to be a new GM that's going to handpick the coach. Matt Ryan's not the tie. Yeah, mm. probably. Yeah. And Detroit and the Vikings. Detroit, yes, because Matt, that's another organization that pretty soon, what are you doing after Matthew Stafford? There's probably too much money tied up into Cousins, and yeah, then you lose five defensive starters, and I don't know if Mike Coach Zimmer is going to survive this season or not, but I would put I would put Minnesota out of there, no, because it's too much money tied into yeah, Kirk that's Cousins. It. That's but those it. are some good, but all those, you I know. I have to think about it. Those, and Justin Fields, Atlanta. He was at Georgia first. Remember, he was at Georgia before he transferred. Yeah. 
Arthur Blank is like, man, them ticket sales I lost when Vic when did that bid, I can exactly. regroup from that. Exactly. He looks like my clientele. Speaking of this, speaking of the official, you had it that the league is meeting about possibly a bubble come playoffs. Well, they did on Tuesday, uh-huh. but they came away saying that that really wasn't going to be an option as of now. But we could talk about it after the break. That's and the I want to kind of add to that okay. as well uh, because there's some New Orleans Saints news that surfaced. I want to kind of add okay. on that in regards to that. We'll get back. 736-976. You listen to the sports crowd. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here for the Routers Card Club Studios. This next segment is going to be presented by First Serve Tennis. First Serve Tennis is San Antonio's premier tennis specialty store. has been serving tennis players of all ages since 1989. Uh, they've got name brand, tennis, name brand tennis rackets, footwear, apparel, and accessories for men. And also, don't forget, they, have, they offer professional same-day racket restringing and repair. Uh, go visit them. They're located off of 1931 Northwest Military Highway, or you can go to their website at www.firstservesa.com. Official sponsor, First Serve Tennis, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, so uh, they met about it briefly, speaking of the NFL in the bubble, um, and they kind of just, you know, Roger Goodell, they're kind of saying, hey, you know, sure, we're, they haven't course. totally ruled it out, I don't think. But the first thing that popped to my mind was um, – Go ahead. You know, it, it, it kind of sucks because, you know, everybody's had to deal with it. But if you talk about any sport that really that you play 16 weeks for, 17 weeks, is to try to get one of those two top seeds and get some type of home field advantage. Um, well, and hell, that, that's that, that would sport, be, I understand that, man. But the NFL is a little bit different because you don't have a four out of seven series. You don't have you're not guaranteed three games at your ballpark or arena. Football is one and done for four quarters. And to go that whole season to have some advantage, not to have, you know, advantage being neutral. That's going to put a little bit on the NFL playoffs, even though we're dealing with uncharted territory in general. And number two, you know, um, this is another thing, and I usually defend them, but go back full circle about COVID impacts in regards to the Saints. Okay, the Saints are meeting with the officials at LSU because the about Saints what? have the Saints have been denied to have any type of capacity of fans in the Super Bowl, Superdome. So the Saints organization has reached out to LSU to talk about hosting some games. Remember back in 05 at Katrina. After San Antonio, but after San Antonio got done trying to steal the team from New Orleans, <laughs> uh, a big old campaign to try to steal them from them people down there. They were already left on their roofs for weeks. You know, it felt like weeks. We gonna try to steal their team. Well, they played some of their games at Tiger State in two thousand five. LSU, I so they're going back. Okay, go ahead. But this is my thing, though. This is why I brought it up. If this was the case, and people started looking like, well, they got some fans. Why did y'all agree? to basically not have this uniform across the league that no one's having fans or everybody's at 25% on this date unless you got a state-mandated, you know, outbreak or something like that. 
you know, they've been hit hard in the last 30 days up in Wisconsin. So, again, in Packer country. But if you're to the point where you're asking to have some fan base because you feel like it is so much of an advantage or somewhat of a commitment, and now you're going to talk to the university, why did y'all agree to allow some to have a not? That's what I said all along since day one. That's a great point. And guys, and, and you know, uh, like I said, guys like Elway, other GMs, and said, oh, no, it's not too much a competitive advantage. If it's a, Well, evidently so if the Saints are going to ask to see if they can play some games entire stadium. I don't know what that has to do and maybe more the competitive advantage. Maybe it has to do with revenue sales. Like, yeah, can we get some beer sold? Can we get some peanuts, some hot dogs, something? But um, now the, 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 the NFL's lead doctor, Dr. Alan Seals, his quotes were um, he said the bubbles are not foolproof uh, with stopping infections as they would still be open to outside service workers, obviously because I guess um, if you're going to have fans and Seals emphasized the emotional toll on players isolated from families, especially during the holidays. He said, this is their lead doctor, the guy that they're putting all of their eggs in the basket with them. This is his his take, a doctor, not mine, not Calvin. So before you call or tweet us, this mm. is Dr. Alan Seals. He says, that's a significant stress point. And I think we have to acknowledge that this is just as much of a health and safety consideration Bundling home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? They may drop little hints like... Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or... Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy. Or it may be even subtler, like... Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with GEICO and saved a bunch of money. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. And now it's Geico's Motorcycle Rules of the Road. Before you ride, make sure your mirrors are clean and adjusted properly. And if you're going on a group ride, make sure the lead biker knows where they're going. Uh, Ed, quick question. Where are you taking us? Oh, I have no idea. What, well, am I the leader? <laughs> because I was uh, following that dude with the red helmet. Where? Where is he? And the rule to saving on motorcycle insurance is, in 15 minutes, GEICO could save you 15% or more. As the COVID-19 infection, meaning being he, this doctor who the NFL, $10, $11 billion industry has put their hands, have put their team, their league in his hands, he feels like players being isolated from their families during the holidays is just as, it could take the same type of toll on you as COVID-19. Now you've I've had I've heard from all type of fans I've heard from the military guy and I get it like try being in Afghanistan for a year I get all of that but I'm just saying like just because you're a multimillionaire you make all this money doesn't exclude you from 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 certain things and I went back and forth with a few people on that and people you know call me crazy but an eleven billion dollar business has put their business in this doctor's hands and he doesn't feel like the bubble is good on these players' mentals. And I think there's some truth to that. Because the NBA, I mean, um, I heard Danny Green talk about it. Danny Green was on The Herd, uh, was in here listening to his interview uh, in the studio, and he was talking about the mental toll that first couple weeks and then toward the end. And like Danny was saying, like, hell, we were trying to win for a champion. We were trying to win. Danny we said to he was home. ready to go home. Yeah, so I think for football players, they already deal with mental issues as there is. There is some truth to that, but it comes down to that. If And I don't think they're totally shutting the window down on that because it's going to depend on 
How many more do we have one or two teams that have a 20 to 25 plus personnel plus player outbreak? Um, do we have that? Because it comes to a time that how they're shuffling these makeup games that are affecting four or five teams and everybody's losing their body. Right, 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 right. It, it's so many of those I think you're going to take before they sit there and say, look, we can't afford because of TV deals, TV money, everything is in time, Wayne. And then, you know, Super Bowl might be in a spot. They might be talking about moving. We can't afford to get to the playoffs and then not be buttoned down and then have an outbreak like all of a sudden and we're in the middle of a wild card, a divisional, or a championship game. So I I think that that's probably a small percentage that's going to happen, but I don't think they've shut the door on it. And I do think it's some credit to what that – uh, what that doctor Dr. is basically Alan saying, uh, but it's just again, it's adapting, and you know, guys are talking about the competitive advantage. A lot of people you didn't know. want to hear it because I, it, you know what, I I brought this up on Twitter when Danny said emotion, he was drained. This was before the finals were even over. That emotionally, physically, everything he was just drained, and it had, the bubble had taken its toll on him. And I shared that, and I was like, you know, you people. When you're rich, you don't get to talk about mental health, and everybody's like, "Well, what about the military guys?" And I get that. Well, I'm, not, is, I'm not. I'm not. You know, I'm true, not. I'm not discrediting you know, that. I'm just saying, like, that doesn't mean just because you're filthy rich and you're at and you're at Disney doesn't mean that you ain't going through. I, it. I agree with that, and this is what I would say. Even though I do see someone they go to the military and all that, because I've even used that analogy. But the one thing I would say to that person is like, you know. Um, just because you're a professional athlete, don't mean not everybody's cut out to go into the military. And what the military brings, you know, not everybody's uh, cut out to and have the stomach to go be a soldier, to go out there and be stationed in foreign country for two or three years. And and the best athletes in the world, whether they NBA players, NFL players, soccer players, they're not built for that in right. general. So that's kind of like, you know, I get where they're going, but that's my take on that. But I just think that this is one of those things that, again, the, you've heard the rumblings of the. The cancellations, some people think it's, uh, you know, unfair. People get prepared all week for a game, and then you're waiting for their guys when we're done. I talked about that yesterday. Yeah, or I you could be like who you brought up, Melvin Gordon, who bitched and complained about losing his bye week, but then he goes and blows and get a DUI for doing 72 and a 35. I mean, you know, you look. You were never down with time. I, I, I just, the $8 million a year, I mean, this is a guy that, you know, rolled the dice Set out on the Chargers last year. Eckler uh, rose as a option, a cheaper option, even though they got another cat over there too. Um, no, and and you know under Pat Shermer, and you know he's had one game, decent game, and that's against the Jets. And but you're gonna bitch and complain about you're missing your bye week. He he went publicly down there saying, "Hey, I'm missing my bye week. This is we were prepared, but this what you bye week needed." And I mean, I understand you made a and what's so bad. And I know that we've talked about on the show about, hey, accidents happen. Everybody's maybe got behind a wheel that you shouldn't have done, whatever. But when you're in the NFL, every team has team drivers. Every team has a number you call. And not only that, an Uber. Yes. So to me, to make that mistake when there's nothing but bad news that surrounded that organization for the last, you know, really last few months for sure. But even before that. And you're supposed to be one of the leaders, and that happens. The one thing I think the blessing out of this comes out, first of all, nobody was hurt. But the other thing is I hope this gives an opportunity to get Royce Freeman some more carries to see what he can do. Uh, you know, Philip Lindsay's been dealing with that turf toe, but it looks like he's ready to go to give it a go. But I was like, come on, Gordon. Like, seriously, man? Not only did you fumble and we asked fumbled in week one versus Tennessee, just turned that game all the way around. They could have had an L sitting right there if it wasn't for you and the damn missed timeouts by Vic. 
But, um, yeah, bad on uh, Melvin Gordon, per se. And what I'm hearing, he didn't practice today either. So I don't know if he's going to be disciplined, but he might have to say, like, yeah, Melvin, you bitched about missing your your uh, your bye week, man. The commissioner might come in and give you a couple bye weeks personally. You know, where you can sit down that. in regards to that way. 736-976, we get back. I want to talk about some of these coaching interviews on the NBA, and then we'll get to Martin's phone call. You listen to the Sports Grind. We'll be back. Back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. Calvin Casey, Jay Sam, spinning the one and twos. Um, yeah, before we look at some of these NBA rumors and stuff, uh, let's go to the phones here real quick. Let's go to Martin. Martin, you on the Sports Grind here on Ticket 760. What's up, Martin? How are you doing, gentlemen? All right, What man. up? Man, I, I'm just, I'm just sad now. Dak, man, that's an awesome guy, you know, a good good guy, and I done set the kukui on him on Jerry Jones now. Rudy J knows what the kukui is. Oh yeah, dude, I put the voodoo on. I got, the, I'm the, I'm Mexican. My, my grandparents, they scared me as this all this stuff, man, dude. I, I, I hope, I hope Dak comes back a hundred percent. And, and the doctors tell him, hey, man, you're, you're good to go. And that tells me, and he tells Jerry, you know what? I'm going free agency. Because the Cowboys, they deserve to go expansion. Jer- Jerry's going to get what he gets. Man, Jer- Jerry's a bad man, dude. Hmm. Man, they should have paid They should have paid Dak a, you know, at least something a while ago. Hey, guys, you have a good day. All right, I appreciate man. it, Martin. Well, I think if that's what you're waiting on, Martin, you're going to have to wait one more season. Because I as do think, what? I mean, for him being a free agent, oh, I mean, yeah. you, you know, I I do anticipate this playing out. Like I said, they'll franchise tag him again. He'll have to prove his quote-unquote durability. Who knows, might have a better team next year, might lead him, and then they can't franchise him again. And then it really comes down to where Dak's at personally and what all this is compiled to. You know, because I will say Jerry and Stevens playing. If if they've done a good job of key, and, and they're and I believe they're taking Dak's kindness for his weakness, but both sides have done a good job of keeping these negotiations really tight and sealed. But I will tell you this: if things have gotten kind of like you know rough and tough behind closed doors, I know Dak fired his agent or whatever, moved on. With Jerry and Steven constantly saying, hey, he's our quarterback for you, whatever, they're playing a dangerous game with that because that's a situation where all this stuff will be stored in uh, by the time that he uh, finishes the 2021 season under another tag, uh, you know, in this way. And I hope I'm wrong. I hope they get a deal and lock him up before the tag. But now it's a situation where if you put your football sense on, I mean, you know, why are you going to do it at this time? I mean that that's just the reason why it's just all dis- it's just why it's all disgusting to me. But anyway, NBA. It seems like Tyron Lou is gonna have his choice between according to Wojo, um, he's pretty much gonna have his choice between the Houston Rockets and the Los Angeles Clippers. Why would are, you choose the Rockets at this point, considering what they've looked like? He's going to take the interview. No, I mean I, I get it. You have to take the interview, but I if think, I have a, a, a Keep in mind, the Clippers are also going to interview Sam Cassell. But, you know, I, as much as I like watching Harden and as much as I respect Westbrook, 
I don't know if I want to coach that dynamic. The only way to answer your question, why would you choose? The only way I see it happening, because first of all, Clippers is a team that he's already familiar with. He's on the bench. Um, I didn't hear about Sam Castell also getting that interview. But the only way you would take that if Houston just comes and blows you out the water with money. Just way more money guaranteed. I mean, but that's it is a head way. coaching job. I think he just wants to coach. Yeah. So, and at the end of the day, I mean, that's yes. I, I think the obvious is to if you had a choice to go with the Clippers roster, especially with a Kawhi Leonard, Paul George. But at the end of the day, if you get more money, you fall on James Harden and Westbrook. That's not that bad of a deal. I mean, Tyron Lue, I think he got enough skins on the wall dealing with LeBron. He could stand up to Westbrook, and say, "Look, man, this is what you got to do. If you gonna shoot, you need to get in the gym and do all that." He could do that, get but. Back, uh, yeah. And the Van Gundy brothers are in heavy rotation. I mean, I've, heard, Gundy, I've heard Jeff being interviewed by the Rockets Jeff as well. Is, you That's know, a repeat. That and from what Wojo is basically saying, pretty much the front run and the leader uh, for the Pelicans job um, I forgot that one's is, open. is Stan. Is Stan? Damn, how because many chances of, Stan go? Well, get? yeah, that's for the leadership part. They, uh, Stan has that reputation of being able to teach young but how to Stan be professional. Stan is a then. panicker and he's a yeller. I don't know if he works with them youngsters. Well, supposedly he's he's a he's a heavy front runner for the for the Pelicans job, and I do think with the Pelicans too. I think I did hear that they wanted to talk to Tyron Lue, or maybe even I didn't hear about Sam Cassell, but I know Stan, not Jeff, but Stan Gundy is is pretty much. Leading the charge for the Pelicans, but yeah, he's what he's Orlando, Miami, Detroit, and Detroit, and he had fully controlled in Detroit too. Yeah, this will be his fourth gig. Wow! And you know, I started thinking about that. I was like, you know, not not speaking of Jeff, but Stan. I said, you know what? That makes sense. Why these guys go quick to play by play in studio because you because you keep your name out there and then you get to set the whole public really know your basketball IQ or how you think right you that's it dawned me I said oh okay I get it nice hustle on that um also so yeah we got to keep our eyes on that on, one, what? on the on the coaches because that's going to be interesting and from what I'm hearing also that uh I don't know if this is the Woj bomb or not but supposedly the Mavericks are supposed to be all in on the Giannis. Greek freak I've heard that. Well, at this point, because everybody's like, well, it'll be the third superstar. But to me, until Przingis proves that he can put two full seasons together, you're looking at two and a half stars. Like, don't get me wrong. Przingis is a stud. He can play. When he's out there, he's one of the best on the court. But the thing is, you can't trust him to be out there. But it works regardless if Przingis is healthy or not because because Giannis is surrounded by snipers. Let me Guys ask that you, can shoot. Sam, you'd like to see Giannis in that green? Hell yeah, he would. What kind of question is that? <laughs> <laughs> he ain't even got to answer that. He's like, I with all those, with all those shooters, that. With all those shooters, it, it works. But to say it's going to be three stars is a stretch. You got to see if Przingis can put a season together, full season. Hmm. Yeah. 736-976. We get back, we'll get to Thomas' phone call in Lake Dre. You listen to the Sports Grind. We'll be back.
All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. This last segment is going to be presented by Tiger Sanitation. Keep in mind, if you're looking for a job, uh, don't forget Tiger Sanitation is always hiring. They're a great company to work for. They do a lot of stuff in the community and surrounding areas. That is Tiger Sanitation, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Um, all right, uh, before we get to the calls, uh, a couple segments ago during the break, me and Rudy was having a conversation about voting. Don't forget, I know we had record-setting uh, days uh, yesterday in Texas for voting. So um, been doing it since 18, but this one's important. So I know it could be an ass-whoop to stay in line for two or three hours, but you got to get out there uh, and go vote, um, especially early if you can. Um, and still waiting and Don't forget the you can go to AT&T Center. Yeah. From what I'm told, that one was pretty quick out there at the AT&T Center. My buddy told me he got in and out in 20 minutes. So they have a lot of machines. No matter your zip code, you're supposed mm-hmm. to be able to vote there. So if mm-hmm. you don't feel like, if you can't, physical reasons, stand in line two, three hours, the mm-hmm. AT&T Center is always an option. Um, don't forget tomorrow, Astros win. will still be on. It'll be 30 minutes shorter, so you have to get in here early if you want to sign out tomorrow. Tonight. If they win. I don't know, man. They got, think they got Grinky going tonight. They got to go against Gaslow. I think uh, that's going to be tough sledding, man, if they if they got anything mustered. They left a lot of guys on the bench, I mean on the base pads, and, and also the Dodgers tonight with the Braves. Can the Braves take a commanding uh, 3-0 lead? We'll see. But before we get out of here, let's go to the phone. Let's go to um, – Let's go to Laker Dre. Let's go to Laker Dre. Laker Dre, what's up, man? You're on the sports grind. Hey, what's happening, fellas? What up, man? How you feeling? Oh, man, I'm great, man. I mean, man, uh, Laker Nation. Uh, Give a big shout-out to Jeannie Buff. Give a big shout-out to LeBron. LeBron LeBron got got the role players going. Uh, AD, AD came with that defense. Uh... Kuzma, uh, he, he going to, he going to get it together. Kuzma's but, uh, gone. They're getting Jeremy Grant. They're, Kuzma's gone. Jeremy. They're going to get Jeremy Grant in his place, and he's probably oh, going to be man, cheaper. On, hmm. What about what about? Uh, I think we'll also get Bradley Bill. Oh no! Stop it, Dre. I now you being so. now you being greedy. Hey, I, I heard I heard he heard he got a house there in L. A. Oh man, they, he he gets forty million hmm. a year. Hmm. But go ahead, Dre. What else you got? Oh, man, other than that, man, we out here grinding, man, and getting it, man. All right. All right, Dre. Well, nice hearing from you again, man. And Dre's one of those that he's called through some Appreciate the phone call, Dre. uh, With the Lakers. Um, Yeah, I don't think Kuz will be back. I think Kuz is a free agent. I don't think Kuz will be back. They don't seem like they really like – I don't know. It's a weird vibe with Kuz, and Kuz seem weird. I don't think Kuz – if he's a free agent, whenever his free agent year comes up, I think he's Mm. gone. Also, let's go to Thomas. Thomas, you're the sports crowd here on Ticket 760. What's up, Thomas? Hello, my favorite amigos. How you guys doing? What thanks up, Thomas? Thanks, uh, thanks for taking my call, guys. About the Dak Prescott injury, I was horrified by that. I'd like to see that poor guy in his ankle twisted up the way it did. It was just, it was, it was really sad. And the thing is that Jerry Jones now, he got his boy right there. He's got the red gun, Andrew Dalton. So we'll see what that guy can do. I don't think he's going to do much, really. But uh, that's all I got to say. And as far as the Lakers, you know, so uh, I want the Spurs to start uh, getting back on track the way we supposed to be. You know what I, you know what I mean, guys? So that's it. Thank you so much. Have a blessed day. Bye-bye. All right, Thomas. Uh, 
Well, we'll see what happens. We'll see what they'll do with these picks. And Andy Dalton, like, he's gonna win some games, man, because that division's bad. But I just think when it comes down with don't things, try get to, don't try to preface it with he. No, because I because he's not the guy. I think. Uh, come on, man. I mean, he, he can't beat Washington. I mean, he can't beat um, he can't beat the Giants again. I mean, you know, and I don't know who they got after Arizona, but I mean, he, I was just thinking when the chips are down. And they defense can't get a stop, and Demarcus Lawrence ain't getting there because what people ain't talking about. Yeah, they got Ceedee Land, they got Gallup, they got Cooper, but now what's going to happen with Andy Dalton? You're going to see a lot of people crowding that box on 21, and then Andy Dalton. Andy going to pick them apart. Let's see. And Chandler Jones out for the year for Arizona bicep tear, but they got their hands full. Cowboy defense got their hands full with Kyler. That boy playing. And 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 DeAndre Hopkins still ain't dropping passes, so DeAndre he got can't stop full. putting out the subliminals after the game. Well, now what do Because he's like, well, you know, Arizona they believe that I'm a deep threat. They believe that I can go deep. Like, yeah, we get it, man. <laughs> Bill O'Brien's been fired. You didn't want to be there really anyway anymore. No, he didn't. Either somebody ain't been there. We ain't got time to get into it. But uh, I'm expecting to hear from Flip Two One Zero pretty soon because this is another thing that's served. You know, AJ Green. He's hurt. We've, we've we've had, but you know, the whole rumblings about AJ kind of wants out. People oh, paying yeah. all that. That's then surfaced a little, a little later than what I thought. But yeah, we'll talk about that. Uh, we'll keep a monitor Flip on that. I should somewhere. say. That. Yeah, yeah Cincinnati, who they got? They got the Colts this week. They got the Colts. Pittsburgh on. and the Browns might be that's the game of the week. One. That's a big one. We'll definitely get into that uh, over the next couple days. All right, that's a wrap. Special thanks to producers of the show, Rudy J, yes, myself, Calvin, Sandspin, the one or two, San Antonio, Corpus, Laredo, Austin, Del Rio, people of Tyler, people of the Shot City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. When that alarm goes off tomorrow morning for the snooze button, for you out the rack, just ask yourself, you grind in peace. See y'all tomorrow. Se acercan las elecciones para elegir quién nos representará en la Asamblea General. Y necesitamos hacer un plan de cómo vamos a votar y por quién. Tenemos que unirnos y votar por el demócrata Joshua Cole. Como delegado y pastor local, Joshua Cole está de nuestro lado. Y cuando lo elegimos en el 2019, sabíamos que iba a cumplir. En Richmond, luchó para expandir el acceso al cuidado médico a bajo costo. Redujo los precios de las medicinas recetadas y limitó el costo de la insulina. También ayudó a aumentar el salario mínimo por primera vez en 10 años en Virginia. La educación es una prioridad para Joshua, porque él sabe que nuestros hijos son el futuro. Entonces no espere. Puede votar temprano hoy, porque quien nos representa es importante y necesitamos al demócrata Joshua Cole como nuestro representante en la Asamblea General. Pagado y autorizado por Cole for Virginia.